You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not right. Well, hello, 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 everyone. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you today. I am very happy to introduce to you a magnificent lady. We were just sitting here and having a conversation because she has, she does so much. I met uh, Miss Nicole Beecher back a few years ago at an event at the Renaissance Center. And I have followed her ever since. And it, it just amazes me wow. some of the things that I've seen grow um, from Nicole Beecher International. Um, you have you do finances and then the etiquette school opened. And that really captured my attention because etiquette is something that was very popular back up to, I think, the 70s. And it was it was normal for ladies at one point in time to go to etiquette training. And if you didn't go to etiquette training, then you had etiquette training at home. And I was one of those people that I had etiquette training at home. And we would actually go out for fine dining so that I could know how to conduct myself in restaurants. Um, we would go to the opera. We would go to the symphony um, and different things so that I knew how to conduct myself in every given situation. And, yes, born and raised on the east side of Detroit, Charmer, south of Jefferson. <laughs> but my mother was, you know, from the south and was determined that her kids were going to be well-rounded. So we did rodeos and everything. So thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on today. Thank you. As I look at myself on my phone on your page. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You've been traveling and just got back in town today. So I know I you still have you have a lot going on. I did. First of all, thank you so much for the kind introduction. I really appreciate that. Um, I I, I I don't know. I, yeah, they do say I have a lot going on, but I um I'm very grateful and I'm very thankful for the things that are transpiring in my life right now. You know, that's one thing that I can say that I see you showing a lot of gratitude on your pages, mm-hmm. and you appreciate the people that that's out there helping you very much. So you do. I do. And to be able to see that. It really makes a difference to see it because it shows your heart and love logical. As you know, my show is love logical DNA, not required, mm-hmm. which celebrates a non-biological within you is the foster adopted, blended and extended family. And you have a very broad extended family. <laughs> okay. I just, okay. I received that. You know, even today you were sitting here and you were talking about your mentor. Okay. In New York, you know, that's an extension of, of your family. Yeah. You know, the people who you are communicating with, the kids that are coming to your etiquette school, mm-hmm. you know, your clients with your marketing business, everything. You have a huge extended family and you reach out to the community and you go to community events. And so I didn't even think about it like that. Yes. I just I, I think my efforts and intentions 
you know, not I think because they are genuine. I don't really I don't really think about it like that. I just kind of think about, you know, the community events I attend. I attend one because I want to support the community Two, I believe that we truly are helpers one to another. You know, on the bio on my page on my on the page um, for my etiquette school, when it says about the founder, there is a part that says, am I my brother's keeper? Yes. yes, in fact, I am. And I really, I, I find myself really living by that. And I, you know, now and over the years I have. So what I do know is there is more power in team than it is in one. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, an individual can think I've got all the answers, but it's always great to have a check and balance system. Mm-hmm. It's always great to to not necessarily second guess yourself all the time but just check for consistency and check for accuracy and so that is what i see in in terms of the things that i do i really always want for my efforts to in my intentional efforts to be seen as genuine because they are mm-hmm. uh, so thank you for that i appreciate that you know it it makes a difference because our youth need role models to look up to. They need to know that there is a team that's working on their behalf. Mm -hmm. And I know that we have, you know, it takes a village. It does take a village, Mm -hmm. but it also takes one person at a time. And, you know, we, we take that each day. We take each day. And if we work toward doing something nice, Mm For one person every day, <laughs> even if it's just a, a hello to someone who may be sitting at home alone. Right. That's You true. know, it just take one day. It makes a difference. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know what made you decide to open up an etiquette school? So the truth is the fact that it was my vision when I was 16, 16 and a half. Okay. 16 years old. So in high school, I said to myself that I would open a school one day. And the etiquette school is just the beginning. There are some other things that I plan to do. Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons that I I saw even way back then was the fact that everyone had not received the kind of training that I received. So etiquette started at home for me, right? So I can tell you about the days that I had to sit and practice sitting and walking up and down the stairs with the books on my head from being a very little girl. And then after that, I, of course, attended charm school and finishing school, and um, I actually had done some print modeling, and I attended a modeling school, and then I participated in pageants and placed, and then I was the owner of pageants. And so, you know, when you are in a space where, you know, social graces and c- communication and appropriate etiquette is is required Mm -hmm. (laughs) it becomes a part of your dna so Mm -hmm. you talk about dna right Mm -hmm. and i noticed that everyone really didn't have the same experiences but i didn't realize that until i got a little bit older um now in terms of what made me kind of pull the pull the trigger (laughs) this year is uh, i intended to do this earlier but life has been busy for me and my granny passed at 95 last year. And I was just like, granny, you got to wait a little bit longer. But she was like, look, I'm 95. <laughs> <laughs> and the school is dedicated to my mother and my granny. My granny was such the lady. Oh, my gosh. And so 
as I began to look around and one as a hiring manager and interviewing younger people, as well as some adults, Mm -hmm. um, as well as some other events that I'm involved in or in some positions that I've been been placed in. Etiquette is just something that is sincerely lacking. And it's not just the young ladies or it's not just the young men. It's co-ed. It's not just children. It's also some areas of great areas of opportunity. I'll say it like that mm-hmm. for adults. And there's so many other facets of etiquette that individuals don't think of. For example, when you think of learning etiquette, right? You're thinking of the dining specifically, but there is, there's, there, there are etiquettes that are required for business, right? For travel. Right. For um, so basically in social settings. So there are so many different things that revolve around etiquette. Many people don't know or realize. So what happens is this. So you go to a meeting or you go to an event, one of the two, and you've learned what social graces are. Right. And you learn what appropriate etiquette is and you have a seat. You converse with individuals, you meet individuals, you have a great time, right? Because you understand what that environment is like, mm-hmm. what that looks like, what it feels like, what the texture. And you understand what I mean by I do. that. I do. Should be, should be. Mm-hmm. And then you take someone who's never experienced that and they don't know what the formalities are for, let's say, walking into a meeting. Mm-hmm. And conversing during a meeting or attending a social, a certain types of social events. And because they don't know what the appropriate etiquettes are, then they're either uncomfortable, one, or two, sometimes things are done that are offensive, but it's really done out of ignorance. And ignorance is not knowing. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when you say the word ignorant, people think, well, you're, you know, you're, you're insulting me. No, ignorance means to not know. Right. So, it, 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 you know, when you, when you take the time and, 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 and really learn, you know, about the various different types of etiquette, it improves your communication mm-hmm. personally amongst your family, amongst your spouse, amongst your children. It includes, excuse me, it improves your business interactions because now you can look back and say, wow, now I understand why that individual looked at me like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> or now I understand why I wasn't invited back. Because I just didn't get it. You didn't know. I didn't know. You didn't know. Right? Um, the other part of it, you know, is understanding, you know, code switching when you need to do it. Why you need to do it. So those are the kinds of things that have resonated deeply really over the past 10, 15 years. But really, you know, as we move toward just a technology-based society, and everyone spending time on their phones. We're losing. We're losing the commonness yes. of just being kind. Yes. Just communicate, right? To sit down and converse. The like social graces. The social yes. graces. Yes. And just common courtesies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other part is, I mean, you know, I, I was teaching a course to some young people. And at this particular time, I was talking to the group of young men, right? And they said, you know, what if I, I want to be a gentleman? But a lot of times the 
the ladies, or they say the girls, you yes, know, they, yes. the girls don't even accept it. They won't allow it. And I've seen that happen so much in today's world mm-hmm. to where a, a a man will do everything he can to be a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And you're hearing, I don't need you to open my door for me. I can open my own door. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to pull out my seat for me. I can sit down. Mm-hmm. I can this. So it's almost like men are afraid to be, to allow, well, to treat a lady like a lady. I, I think, I don't know if I would and, use the word afraid. I think uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and yes, uncomfortable was a better word. I think yes. uncomfortable. You know, now, interestingly enough, during that conversation, mm-hmm. a part of the exercise was for the young men to escort the ladies to their desk or to the, I'm sorry, to the table. Okay. And in another setting was a desk. So, but to their tape, to the table. And as the young ladies start walking in, it's so interesting because they said they will start, they started saying, I like this. I've seen other people do this. I like the way this feels to be escorted to the table and for the young man to pull the chair out. Young ladies walked away saying, I will not accept anything less than this. Mm -hmm. And one of the parts of conversations that I had with them is I told the ladies, I said, I refuse to be treated as anything other than a lady. Like I'm a woman. I get it, but I'm Mm -hmm. a girl. I like being a girl. And it's, 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 it's funny when I say that and they laugh, but they get it. It's like, you know, the but what the gentleman said was i really enjoyed that i enjoy walking the young lady to her table and having her sit down it gave him a sense of a good sense of feeling it gave him and if you really think about it that's kind of like a sense of protect of a protector yes. right so it i mean i i just really think getting back to what I call the basics is sometimes what's necessary so you can springboard to another level I know um, I've seen a lot of young men who have been taught mm-hmm. to escort a young lady and the elbow, mm-hmm. you know, as far as, you know, how escorting them, you mm-hmm. know, the elbow. And and I smile when I see it. Mm-hmm. I love it when I see it. Or when you see, you know, someone take a young lady and say, OK, I'm going to move you over to this side so that I can walk on the street side. Mm-hmm. I smile when I see that because... Mm-hmm. It makes you it makes you feel good knowing that someone took the time to teach just that 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 simple mm-hmm. basic step of like you said kindness appreciation for someone. Well, you know, and and this is the other part of conversation that I have with my young men. The reality is that some of the young ladies have never ever experienced that at home, so they're in an environment where. That's just not done. So either they've not seen their mother treated that way, mm-hmm. or maybe they kind of see their mother treated that way, but they've never experienced that. So for some of the young ladies, it's just a brand new experience. And so we talk through that. We talk about that. We talk through that because that's, that's, you know, that's, that's a, that's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. It is. And you say you start as young as five, mm-hmm. age five. H5, and then you have various classes for the basics of etiquette as well as business etiquette? Yeah, so what we have is we have a four-week program, right? Mm -hmm. So we have a four- and six-week program. Really, it's a four, six, and eight, but we'll talk about that. I'll explain. Mm -hmm. So we have a four-week program, and that goes through the areas of personal and professional etiquette, right? Mm -hmm. So we spend some time with that particular 
within those four weeks and we talk about uh, personal communication, talking to each other. I have a segment on power words that I literally walk through. And when I say walk through, I go, I identify what power words are. We, I, I give power words mm-hmm. for my students to use and explain what makes it so powerful, right? And then I encourage them to start using that as soon as they leave aside from using it in class. And then we also go through, uh, you know, the segment on communication. And we talk about texting, we talk about texting, we talk about emailing, we talk about social media. Mm -hmm. We then talk about communicating amongst your friends and and the importance of using powerful words and kind words to communicate and what that means. We talk about nonverbal communication. And then we also go into your more professional etiquette and we talk about interviewing. We talk about, you know, what when the interview really starts right and then we get into dining so then we talk about basic dining and the you know we we go through the basic dining in the four week Mm -hmm. and so our students have an opportunity to not just learn what utensils are what but also how they should be served so for example you know you 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 clean from the left right you mm-hmm. start, so i'm just saying like it's just certain things that i'm sorry you clean from the right and you serve from the left, the left yeah. but thank you correction that's okay <laughs> but um those are the kinds of things that we go through. And then we have a hands-on demonstration. So, for example, they we select a meal. They get And what I like about this, I'm getting excited. What <laughs> I like about the dining segment is when you go through the four-week segment, when you're served, you actually have a menu plate, a menu card. So you get a chance to select your menu. You get a chance to order. And so... In that segment, you have an opportunity to identify, you know, if I have the menu in French, then you've got to identify that you don't know French if you don't know French mm-hmm. and and you learn how to address the waiter. If it's in Spanish, same thing. If mm-hmm. it's in Arabic, same thing. So that's that's a really awesome tool. Now, when you get into our six-week program, then you have an opportunity to be introduced to a foreign language, which means that, you know, the first day, we start off with general, you know, communication. Well, not general communication, but kind of an intro to etiquette. And we go over some, you know, housekeeping and, and different things. And then you're given some introductory words and information, excuse me, and different things to start reading. Mm-hmm. So that when you come every week, you're you're being introduced to the culture, right? So for those that are in that six-week program together, we go through that cultural piece more in depth than we do in the four week okay. because we because when you're going through the six week you're being introduced to a language so then we're going through what that culture is like right uh, one of my special classes is in cultural communication okay. so I spend some time really talking about for example if you if Spanish is the language that you're being introduced to, then we talk about culture and eating and how the styles of eating and introductions, right? Salutations like and different things like that. But we also talk about just general social graces, right? So as well as business. So we go through that phase. So in the sixth week, you really get an in-depth experience with that cultural communication piece and then you kind of walk away saying, okay, now I'm really understanding. So you kind of have that immersion experience. And then okay. we have um, cultural, you know, s- separate cultural communications mm-hmm. courses. We have cooking with chef. 
Okay. Courses for teens and adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a wedding etiquette course, which includes bridal parties. So bridal parties or a groom and a, and a bride. And we go through the etiquettes for that as well. So we have a, we have a variety and then we'll be launching fall going into 2020. We'll be launching our language camps as well as I have a whole corporate training piece. What that, that'll be facilitated by an executive. Nice. A C-suite. So let's say if um, I'm a, I sit on a few different boards mm-hmm. and well, let's say if the board of directors would like to come and, and attend an etiquette class, mm-hmm. not just on board training, but on business in general, mm-hmm. that would be something that would, you would offer. Yes. Would you create a special course for it or? We would, it's, it's in our professional etiquette course. Mm-hmm. Uh, board, when you talk about parliamentary procedures, which mm-hmm. is what yes. you're talking about, yes. we can actually set that up for you. Mm-hmm. That would be a special request, but that is one of our a la carte options. And ev- not many people mention that, but that is an a la carte option. Okay. I love it. And then how, how many days per week? Let's say if I sign up for a four week class. How many days per week would I expect to attend? You would attend one day per week. Okay. Anywhere from two to three hours. Okay. Right. So from the time, if, if, if the class starts at seven, it starts at seven. It starts at seven. I start on time. (laughs) So, and what I mean by that is if it starts at seven, I allow 15 minute grace for everybody, everyone to get in and get settled Mm -hmm. and then class starts. Okay. So if you're rolling in at seven Oh five, just know that that grace period, everybody's kind of getting acclimated, getting their drinks and whatever else. And I'm starting on time or the facilitator is starting on time. Nice. I like it. I really like it. Thank you. Now where I can see as this being a great benefit as well, when you have, I'm looking for things that our love logical families can do to bring the families closer together. Mm -hmm. And this would be something that a blended family Mm -hmm. to where the children can learn to sit together and the children can learn together Mm -hmm. with their love logical mom or love logical dad. Mm -hmm. I just see this as so much more than just, the child or the mother or this, you know, this other person coming, I see it where it could be like a family. Well, that's the whole point of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So essentially, you know, at the end of, so at the end of a four week for our young people, they actually receive a table setting. Their, their, their assignment is to go home, Mm -hmm. set the table and fellowship eat and fellowship with their family. A lot of conversations used to be held at the dinner table at the dinner table that are no longer held at the dinner table because parents are working or they're busy. Mm-hmm. And even if it's only one day a week, you know, one of the things that I tell my, my students is this, and I, I tell families this, I don't care if Wednesday is a day, make Wednesday that day mm-hmm. and sit down and eat with your family, set that table pray and what or whatever you choose to do correct and eat with your family because you you're building the level of inter- communication but you're also building intimacy that's true intimacy and communication right mm-hmm. with a with intimacy is a beautiful thing and what it does is it strengthens the bond in a relationship and a family relationship business relationship um it it just really does and so when they you know when they finish the pro- when they finish the program and and they get that it's like wow i'm empowered 
right? And mm-hmm. so now it's like, now you're responsible for this. So this becomes your responsibility. Um, the other part is this too. In some of the, um, the trainings, you know, when we go through the different glasses and the flatware and, and what different pieces of equipment, I say equipment, mm-hmm. um, or dishes are, some of the students are like, I've never even, I never even knew that that's what you use that for it could be a water glass but because they assumed that it was for something other than water they didn't touch it this really opens the door for the dialogue to say i'm i realize i'm in a comfortable environment and i feel comfortable enough to share that i just didn't know Mm -hmm. and so that's the part for me that's so very empowering because when you admit that and you say you know i just i just didn't know and i don't know any of this you open the door for so much, you know, learning and and really for people to help you. When you go to an event and you watch people at the table, mm-hmm. I've always thought that the most awkward time at an event is when the bread comes out. Mm-hmm. Because you have people that don't know if they should grab the bread <laughs> or <laughs> if they should cut the bread, if they should tear the bread or, you know, what do I do with the bread? Where does the bread go? And you can literally watch around the table mm-hmm. and see how many people and they wait for one person. Mm-hmm. They'll wait for one person to take the lead. Mm-hmm. That does happen a to lot. To show them what to do. <laughs> <laughs> or or the salt pepper pe- shaker. Yes, I'm a people watcher. So it's like <laughs> I'm a people watcher. So, yes, and you're true. The salt and pepper shaker. The salt and pepper too. shaker too. Yes. <laughs> it's almost like they're looking to say, which direction did that salt yes. pepper? Okay, so now I need to, I know I need to go clockwise. <laughs> and, it, and you know what? It, that's so true. Or or it's, I just don't want to be the first one. Right. I don't want to seem rude. Or if you can't. Now, with me, I'm short. Okay. I'm okay. short. Okay. So I, I see other short people and it's like, okay, I can't reach that. So, you know, <laughs> what am I going to do? You know, do I get up or what do I do? You know? <laughs> And I, you know, I've always, uh, excuse me, long arms, mm-hmm. excuse me, can you, can you be soft for me, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but <laughs> you, when you watch people and I, I don't care what a person's, you know, financial background mm-hmm. is, what their, their social status is mm-hmm. or anything, you see people from all age, races, genders, everything that become confused at times. Well, let me just say this, and this is a fact. Class cannot be bought, but oh. etiquette can be taught. Yes, I okay. like that. Class cannot be bought, but etiquette, but can, etiquette be can be taught. So, you know, if you don't know, it's nothing wrong with not knowing, but it's it's everything wrong with not asking, being, asking or reaching out to try to figure out what it is you need to do. Yeah, just ask. Remember, I don't, I don't know your age, and I'm not trying to tell, to tell mine no, right off. Not I, you know, everybody age. know I'm proud of my age. I don't care, you know. But Even my twins, even though my twins just had a birthday, <laughs> a big birthday, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> but um, remember the Miss Manners used to be a column in the paper, mm-hmm. and there was also another etiquette column. I can't remember the name of it. Actually, Miss Manners is still around. Okay. Miss Manners is still around. Um, okay. You just kind of have to Google it. Miss mm-hmm. Manners has some videos for etiquette. Okay. Sure, absolutely. Yes. And there was another etiquette column as well. But it, there used to be an etiquette column in the paper every week. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we don't really read the newspaper like we used to. Everything's on online now. So you would literally have to go out and search for it. Okay. You know, you have to go out and search for it. And I just... 
I think that etiquette is coming back. I don't think it's that etiquette left. I think what happened is it's in certain environments, it's just not taught because etiquette is taught, right? Mm -hmm. But it just depends on what environment you're in. So when I say it's coming back because you hear about etiquette again, for a while you did not hear anything. Okay. About etiquette. Okay. I understand. You know, when you, when you, if you talk to a most 14, 15 year olds, mm-hmm. etiquette is not a word that they are really familiar with. Well, and, I, if you think about it, I mean, back in the day, and I guess I would be dating myself. Oh my gosh. Well, kind <laughs> of, but not because my twins had, they had cooking class. They had a French, a, a cook, a, was she a French teacher? She's a French cook. Yeah. So they had certain courses, but you know, back in the day, there was home economics. Yes. And many people took home economics, right? And in that class, you would learn how to, you know, communicate. You learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. You learned how to sew buttons on. And we do some of that, too, mm-hmm. um, in our school. So it's just like, at the end of the day, it really is life skills. So I have an etiquette school. But it says we're a premier source, not it says, bottom line is, we're a premier source of personal and professional etiquette for the enhancement of overall life skills. So either you, if you don't have it, we, we're, gonna, we're going to give it to you. If you do team. have it, we're going to enhance that, which means maybe you did go through an etiquette course or you've had, you've gone to finishing school. You know, you may be someone who's traveling abroad mm-hmm. as a delegate. And so you come to us. To prepare for that, which you should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may be, you know, maybe you desire to be in leadership as a manager or as an executive. And so you decide to come take performance coach, you know, coaching courses about the etiquettes for that. Maybe you are, you know, in leadership already. And it's like, you know what? There are some things I really need to brush up on. Well, you may just, you may end up taking one of our courses with one of our actual C-suite executives that really teaches you etiquette in that environment because that's a different environment, right? So it calls for a different type of, of, um, uh, I want to, I want, well, it does. It calls for a different, a kind of a different type of etiquette Mm -hmm. based on what you're dealing with. So, you know, I, I just, all I can say is this, I, I'm excited about what's, what's happening in terms of what I am doing as well as those who have joined me in this journey. And when I look at, you know, etiquette in Michigan, there's no other school that's doing what we're doing. I know I looked and Um, I noticed Nationally, there's no one else doing what we're doing. I came to disrupt the market and I am. And we'll be in some other states. (laughs) When I told my son that you were going to be here tonight and th- about the etiquette school, he says, remember, remember back when the, you had the, the programs and the girls would have on the, the wedding dresses and the guys. I said, you talking about a cotillion? Yeah, the cotillion. And he said, yes, my son, I'm aging myself, which like I said, I'm proud of my age. My son's 33. Really? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> you make me feel really awesome right now. Yes, yes, yes. You're just a baby. But 
So my son is 33, and he was talking about the cotillions, that you mm-hmm. don't hear about cotillions as much. They do have them. And I, they still have cotillions. Mm-hmm. And I, was I was just contacted. To that. Yeah, I was just contacted yes. about some training and speaking. And in fact, there is a mother and daughter tea that I'll be speaking at in October. Mm-hmm. So there are, you know, it's really about, again, it's, it's really the groups that you're involved in, right? And so one of the things that I tell people is this, you know, if if you don't know something, Google really is your, a good friend, it is. right? And when you start searching out information, you'll find a lot of different things. Sometimes that may, that just may not be a group that you're involved in because it's not something that you've done. But excuse me, but once you reach out, then you start finding all types of things. And then, you know, I would say, you know, schedule yourself to go to an event or reach out to individuals you see in that group and get information. And I'm sure they'll share it. Or just buy a ticket to a fundraiser and go and introduce yourself. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Buy a ticket and just go. Mm -hmm. You know, I I have a tendency to be a loner, which a lot of people feel. I am. I'm a loner. Okay. Yes. Um, If there is an event, I have to force myself to go. Really? Yes. Okay. People don't expect that of me, but I have to force myself to go. Okay. And And that's because my past life required me to attend so many different events, fundraising events. I did speaking engagements and I hosted I hosted events. I just did so much. Okay. To where when I moved back to Michigan, I just kinda sat down and was like Now where were you before? I had left Michigan and I went from here to well, I was still in Kalamazoo for a while, which is still Michigan. Mm-hmm. But then I moved to Evansville, Indiana. Okay. And from Evansville, Indiana to Indianapolis. So you just went to Indy and worked yourself. And came back. And then came back and said, okay, I'm done. (laughs) Really? How can you play us that? Oh, my goodness. That means you've got some things that we need. You know, I I started hosting events back in the early 90s in Kalamazoo. Okay. I hosted murder mystery dinners. Okay. I did... um, my doll and me tea parties because I had my daughter at the time who was a toddler mm-hmm. and we would host tea parties. Mm-hmm. And I went from there to hosting all type of different events in mm-hmm. Evansville and Indianapolis jazz events. And I've, I've, I've done so much mm-hmm. and I just came home and I sat down. My daughter was a teenager. Okay. And it just, I didn't want to be out every weekend. Okay. I wanted okay. to be home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because a, a, a young lady at that age, 12, 13 years old, mm-hmm. being at an event every Friday and Saturday, those are times that I needed to be home more. I get I, I, I get I, mm-hmm. I get that. You know, I um, I stopped traveling to be home with my twins um, before, you know, a few years before they graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And I just I do remember being in my hotel rooms or suites and just really missing them and them calling me in the wee hours of the morning because of the time difference mm-hmm. and just laying in bed waiting for that call. You mm-hmm. know, I just, and I'd be in tears. I'm like I miss my babies. They didn't know that, but I would, I would be waiting for that call. And, and one day it was just like, they looked at me like mama come home. And I, I just did. It was, there wasn't even a question. Yeah. It was like the look and the, and, and what they said, I just literally like that week. It hurt your heart, didn't it? It was, well, you know, I miss them a lot when mm-hmm. I travel, but what I, what I've gained is so great in terms of 
the, 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 the skill base and, and the things that I've had or I was afforded the opportunity to execute on. And what they've gained from it. As and well. what they've gained. Because when my son travels, he'll say, Ma, traveling is tiring. I said, so can you imagine? He said, wow, you traveled a long time. My daughter will say, whew, you know, we'll take a trip for two days. <laughs> we pack half the house. No, I'm just teasing. But we it will. It takes a lot. It, it takes a lot. And so. I, I commend you for that because I, I really did give up some things in order to do it. But one thing I know for sure, or I knew for sure, and I do know today is that, you know, you, you can only raise your kids once. Yeah. So for me, it was, you know what? I only have one lifetime to do this. I can always position myself professionally to do something else. Yes. You know, living out of a suitcase is very difficult when you have children at home. And I was a single mom. Mm-hmm. So... And my son, my kids are 16 years apart. Mm. So I had my my son was there, but I remembered being out of town. I was out of town training. Mm. I did fraud investigations training and everything. And I was out of town conducting a training. And there was an earthquake Mm -hmm. in Evansville. Wow. Not being home for that. Mm -hmm. It was very hard for me. Yeah. I mean, my son handled everything. They were fine. But just the fact that I wasn't there and that happened, and I know you can't be there for everything, but it was just, that was such a, it's an anomaly. What, an earthquake? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was right after we had had a tornado as well. Yeah. So I was like, what in the world? So I'm like, yeah. maybe something's telling me I need to keep my butt at home a little more. Well, I'll tell you, one of my last flights when I traveled, and I know we're digressing, but one of my last flights when I traveled was so bad. The turbulence was so bad. I was just like, okay, this must be a sign. Because, I mean, you know, in all the traveling I had done, I made the comment to a friend. I was like, the air is different. The air is just different. And if you've traveled, after you've traveled for 10, 15 years, you, you get it. I know what you mean. And so... I literally, that flight, the turbulence was so bad. There was a literal storm on the other side of the sky. And we were, like, the storm was moving. And so that means we were riding through an actual thunderstorm. Mm -hmm. And all I could think was, so if I make it out of this, (laughs) maybe this is the cue that says you get to go be with your family. And I'm serious. And And when the flight finally landed, because it was a very bumpy landing, I was like, okay, I think I've kind of flown the friendly skies enough for a while. Take a break. And shortly, literally like shortly after that, that's a conversation that we had. So with the twins, that I had with the twins. So in my family at the time. So it, you know, I just, I commend you because Mm -hmm. you did what you needed to do. Mm -hmm. You did what you needed to do. You know, and my daughter, she's starting her senior year in high school. Oh, wow. So I'm able to get out and do a little bit more now. Okay. Now I have to really force myself because I've kind of stepped back. So mm-hmm. I'm stepping back up now. Well, yeah. But there's what you're doing. To me, that will help bring the family back together. That, and was that family intent. unit back together. I love the dinner table. Because if you recall back, I think about five years ago, a campaign started nationally about bringing the family ta- dinner table back together. Mm-hmm. Because... As African-American families, I know we used to eat together on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Sunday was the day for everyone to come together. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it doesn't matter what day it is, as long as there's a day where everyone can eat. Mm -hmm. And moving back to Michigan for me was for my youngest, for my daughter, to be able to meet 
and know who her relatives were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Indianapolis, Evansville was not that far. Mm-hmm. But people sometimes don't like to travel. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very true. Yes, that's very true. Well, that you know, in terms of what you what you just said, that was that's that's my intent. It's mm-hmm. really to bring families, families, cultures, and I don't care what nationality you are my goal is to help bring families back to the table have those conversations talk about your days talk through stresses sometimes Mm -hmm. it really just is about having the conversation and talking about how to cope with that because in you know at my school we we teach some of what i'm teaching really is coping skills Mm -hmm. so it really is that that's my ultimate goal i love it and another thing that that nicole said and i want to um I want to touch on, you were talking about when you're traveling overseas, Mm -hmm. you're traveling to different countries Mm -hmm. and learning etiquette for those countries. Mm -hmm. That is so important because a lot of our youth, as you know, we're starting to travel more Mm -hmm. out of the United States. We're starting to explore the world and we have a beautiful world to explore. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy to see that people are stepping outside of their comfort zone mm-hmm. and they're looking and trying to understand other cultures. But don't just assume that because you see a certain thing on television, you see India on TV, you see Africa on TV, that you could take a trip and you're going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. Learn about the country so that you won't offend anyone, mm-hmm. so that you will know Um, how to conduct yourself when you go there. Because there are some countries where you can go and you act a fool. They're going to lock you up. Well, they will. And and there are levels of acting inappropriately. Yes. And there are are levels. But the the space between their levels, Mm -hmm. sometimes that's much lesser space than what you have here. Mm -hmm. So your school will be a perfect place for someone to come and take a class to learn what they should know. And even working in corporate America, corporate mm-hmm. America is very, very diverse now. Mm-hmm. I would think that it would almost be a requirement. For some, in some fields, it is a requirement. Mm-hmm. Some, And so the cultural communication piece that I teach, I also, in, along, in, a, in the program, I also teach independently. So for me, that's major, right? Because all of my... I mean, pretty much, man, for, for I, as far back as I can remember, mm-hmm. you know, I've diversity was was a part of my life. So I think understanding that piece and understanding, you know, how to communicate amongst the culture or even just what that looks like, what that is mm-hmm. and just kind of understanding that process or theory is, is just really important. It's beneficial to your personal and professional um, space. It, it just really is. It, to me, it really is. My granddaughter is five, mm-hmm. and I can see us placing her in one of your classes because I want her to learn the same way that I learned. Mm-hmm. You know, I was saying that you know when I was when I when I was being raised in Detroit, my parents used to attend you know different dances. I watched my mother 
you know, dressed in her gowns, my father in his tuxedo and uh-huh. his suits. And they would go to different events. The Br- Brewster's Old Timers was one they would go to. They would go to the Light Guard Armory. Mm-hmm. You know, ladies dressed like ladies. You know, mm-hmm. I'd love to watch her put her long gloves on, put her hair up in a, I think they called it shinyong, whatever. The <laughs> put her hair up with the curls coming down and, and everything and, and go out and enjoy each other watching the way that my father escorted her mm-hmm. i love watching couples dance together mm-hmm. and i've noticed that our younger couples don't really slow dance mm-hmm. often but i'm noticing that there's so much room for what you do just Thank in our you. conversation <laughs> it is there's so much room yeah. i'm sitting here and my head is like going all over the place with all these different thoughts and and ideas so you know for my love logical families out there if you're looking for something to do to bring your families together something fun something different look at Beecher Etiquette School here in Michigan and where are you where are you located Nicole so we're located in Bloomfield Hills with remote locations Bloomfield Hills in Detroit Mm -hmm. with remote locations throughout Michigan uh, we actually have uh, a major announcement coming up in the coming weeks okay. about um, one of our locations. So it's great, great, great news. Okay. But absolutely, you know, I, I don't, what I'll say is this, it would be great if maybe you could get, you know, a group of individuals together. And what we can do is schedule some sessions. That would be fun. And what we, you know, we do have group rates available. Mm-hmm. And what we would do is, and I, you know, in my opinion, I wouldn't, I would go for, if you can't do a four week seg, you know, program, then at least maybe to have two sessions mm-hmm. with your group. And, and we go over, you know, some social graces and personal etiquette and then end with the uh, dining piece that that would be beneficial as well. I think that would be awesome. Do you work with nonprofit organizations? When you say work with, what as do you far mean? as, is there any sort of a, a discount for nonprofit organizations if they're coming in as a group or um, fundraisers? If a nonprofit wanted to host um, some of your etiquette classes for a fundraiser, that we would we can talk through that because okay. my, we're not a not we're not a nonprofit, right? Uh, however, we can talk through the fundraising piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know that I've um, am implementing for fall two thousand nineteen a etiquette field trip etiquette etiquette training field trip days okay so you know with that you you do get a bit of a group rate look where Um, are we going (laughs) yeah because i'm just saying so essentially you come to our facility um and what we do is we train you on site so like for the children as opposed to maybe going to the movies or a bounce house they'd actually come in and they'd be taught etiquette for half day nice and then they will um, spend some time eating so they'll have a chance to be served so that's something that we're doing. We always offer group rates. So it's not, we don't do anything special for nonprofits per se, mm-hmm. but I believe from a group rate standpoint, I, I believe it serves the need. Okay. So mentorship programs, we have many that are here within the metropolitan area. This would probably be a great outing um, for the children who you are mentoring. My love logical families come together, take advantage of this opportunity, you know, introduce your children to the etiquette classes and also consider the opera, the the symphony, 
the ballet, you know, just the theater, the arts, you know, they all go hand in hand because that will give the children an opportunity to take the etiquette class and then go out and learn how to conduct themselves accordingly in just different environments. Mm-hmm. And I, attend I think all of that those. would be a good start. <laughs> I attend all of those. <laughs> I, you know, and I, I had to. I didn't have a choice. When I was growing up, I thought my mother was crazy at first. Mm-hmm. But as I grew into a woman, it made me appreciate her that much more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It made me appreciate her that much more. Mm-hmm. And I've taken many kids to a different events mm-hmm. and I've heard the complaints on the way <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and then after like I didn't like it but it was different yeah <laughs> and I heard the I heard the the cheers on the way I remember going to taking a group of of kids in Evansville mm-hmm. to the opera mm-hmm. and at 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 intermission I said so you ready to go and they were like no what are you talking about? No, <laughs> because it was a different experience. <laughs> it's different experience. I just, I just had a conversation with someone. I'm like, that's what me and my daughter, you know, my daughter, that's the, she is. That's what that was one of the areas she, that she studied. So it's just kind of like we're like, okay, so which one are we going to this season? Or I don't know. Do we want to do that? Or should we schedule a trip to Broadway so we can go see this or that? So it, it you know, it becomes one of those things where you're interested. Well, if you like it, yes, but. You become interested in what's playing next and what's happening next. So I think that's really awesome. And it could be a really great bonding experience for a love logical mom mm-hmm. or love logical dad, you know, with their child. Mm-hmm. It could be a wonderful bonding experience. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, just and it's something that we don't think about. And and even families who are love logically fostering children, there are a lot of discount tickets and things out here available for you. So take a day and find out where the tickets are available and go because there's a whole world out here that we're not taking the opportunity to start exploring or to continue exploring. And for those of you who are like me, you may have done a lot of things when you were younger and you may not be as sure of yourself when it comes to certain things, um, certain places that you go because it's been a while. Now you have somewhere to go to get that 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 catch up, that, <laughs> you know, to figure it out. How you know I can get a reminder here, refresher course, or whichever way you want to look at it. You know, just just take advantage because I want to see us support Nicole in what she's doing oh, because thank you. you are truly, truly bringing something. You said it never left, but in my world, you're bringing it back. Yeah, it's like and a it's reintroduction. Really, yes, it's it a reintroduction. A refresher, to, like I said, yeah, a reintroduction. Right. So right. let's do it. You know, I want to see people support what you're doing because I see you support a lot of businesses out here as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. And you're also an event planner, too, if I recall. I'm not an event planner. No. I have event planners <laughs> that do work for me. I can plan events, but I'm not like them. I will not claim to be an expert okay. event planner. Okay. Never. But if mm. I have to plan something, it's done. I can figure it out. Okay. Right? But I you know, one of the things I know is, you know, I now I I I stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of lanes, but I stay in my lanes, right? And I'm not saying that I can't plan, but it's what I find is I'm so busy mm-hmm. that I just don't have the bandwidth for that. But for certain things, I do pull together. And yes, you have attended some things that I've pulled together myself. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of like 
I don't know. I guess I'm kind of that ad hoc off the cuff person. It's like if somebody gives me something today, I'm like, okay, I got to pull this off. So let me figure out how to pull it off. <laughs> so when you add, you also asked about an event I'm planning for October mm-hmm. and October is my birthday month. But you were, I was like, I don't have all the final, I don't have all the details yet because I've got to get, I want to add um, a therapist and a couple other things. So I was just like, whew, let's not talk about that. And then wait, then I, then I thought, oh my gosh, that's all else I have to do. <laughs> Well, when you said, you know, I talked to you, see if you want to be a part of this. And I was like, that sounds interesting. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, there are so many names that popped into my head to put you in contact with mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. There's okay. so many. Okay. So I can't wait to put you in contact with these ladies. Well, you know what? I, and this is about etiquette, but I'll say this. When we talk about that particular topic, mm-hmm. people are so afraid to have that discussion. It's taboo. Not anymore, I don't think. Well, real true conversation. Oh, real! You talking about get down to the deep, bones right? Of get, it? Absolutely, getting down to the bones of it is is uncomfortable. I'm on a board where we've had a deep conversation like that, and we could talk about that off the mm-hmm. off the air here. Okay, yeah, yeah, because and it, it was very well received. I believe it because yeah. people are afraid to have certain conversations, and we need to have and conversations to with ha- our kids. I was about to say, thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean. Oh, and, and but so if I can't have the conversation with you as an adult, we really have a challenge having that conversation with our kids, which is why there's some other issues going on. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I digress. I yes, don't want to because okay. people are probably wondering what, what are like, they talking, what are about? They talking you, about. Can I say what it is? You, you can say what it I is. I don't have a hard time talking about it. My mother was very <laughs> blunt with me growing up. We're talking about sex. S E X. That's what we're talking about. And yes, we do need to have candid conversations about sex. You know, because our kids are learning about it in the wrong way. Right. The wrong way. As young as preschool, some of them, because they're learning from other kids. So, yes, we need to know when, where, how, why, everything, when it, and it all should be age appropriate. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's something I'm looking forward to. We're going to wrap up. So while we're wrapping up here, the one thing that I want to make sure of is that you know that Nicole is Beecher, B-E-E-C-H-E-R, Etiquette, and Etiquette School. And could you give them the the web address it's and your Beecher, email? Right. It's Beecher Etiquette School of M- hyphen M-I. So it's Beecher Etiquette School of M- Look, this is bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's Beecher Etiquette School of Michigan. So if you Google Beecher Etiquette School of Michigan, mm-hmm. we are within a top five. Mm-hmm. On your Google search. So you will find us at Beecher Etiquette School of Michigan if you Google. And also, if you want to send an email, you can email us at Beecher Etiquette School at gmail.com. So Beecher Etiquette School at gmail.com. Okay. And we left off the Michigan because we'll actually be opening locations throughout the U.S. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's why I was very happy to see that you're looking at going down south and you're going all over. And I see that um, you have several, like you said, satellite locations in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask because everybody know when it comes to Michigan, I got to ask, do you have a satellite in Kalamazoo yet? I don't have one in Kal- Kalamazoo. Well, but see, remember, we do pop up. Yes. So just like with some of the places, we actually do pop up right training, which means that if you're interested in setting up a training for your area, 
you just need to give us a call or send us an email. Email is even better okay. because then we have that formal communication. And what we'll do is we'll actually schedule that. So let's say two months from now, you and a group of individuals, maybe it's 30 of you, mm-hmm. then you'd be eligible for group pricing. Okay. And then what we would do is just plan it out. And, you know, and then we'd show up and we train. Okay. So there you go. You have Beecher Etiquette School of Michigan. And Google that is going to bring it up. You're going to go to BeecherEtiquetteSchool at gmail.com. And And our number is 248-671-3022. Okay. And if you go on my Love Logical um, Facebook page and you look at today's today's, um, announcement, you will see that right there on the announcement, I have the Beecher Etiquette School information right there next to Nicole's beautiful picture.